I had kind of gotten to this point in my career where in order to advance, I would have to get a master's degree, but getting a master's and the pay that then came with that master's degree, the math wasn't adding up. <laughs> then the pandemic happened and that was really tough. <laughs> and so worked through the pandemic, but I knew kind of going through that, I needed to make a change. Welcome to the Junior Jobs Podcast, where we interview recently hired junior developers to give you actionable job search advice relevant to today's job market. In today's interview, I'm talking with Laura Burbank, who was a Starbucks store manager and in her 40s when she got her first job in tech. So if you also found tech later in your career, let me know in the comments below what your job search struggles are, and we'll bring them up in future interviews to make sure your questions get answered. Our sponsor for today is David Roberts with Crushing Digital, who's offering our listeners 30% off his video series called Standing Out in Tech, which covers every aspect of the junior developer job search. Just click the link in the show notes and enter the code JUNIORJOBS30, one word, at checkout to get your discount. All right, Laura, welcome to the show. Glad you could join us. Hey, welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah, so before we get into it, tell us a little bit more about your background and how you got into coding. Yeah, so I did not start <laughs> in tech at all. I worked in nonprofits for about 10 years. So I did some organizing and ended up working for organization doing a lot of grant management. And I kind of gotten to this point in my career where I... In order to advance, I would have to get a master's degree, but getting a master's and the pay that then came with that master's degree, the math wasn't adding up. <laughs> and so I pivoted a little bit and got a job as a store manager with Starbucks as kind of a transitional sort of job. And I ended up really falling in love with the company and the work that I was doing. But then the pandemic happened and that was really tough. <laughs> and so worked through the pandemic, but I knew kind of going through that, I needed to make a change. And I had always, I had some friends that had gone through boot camps and it always just seemed super interesting. And I was always really jealous of them kind of going through those programs, but I wasn't really at a point where I could just drop everything and like sign up for a boot camp and like not have a job or income. And so one of the boot camps in the area started doing a part-time program. So I, as soon as I realized they were doing a part-time program, I signed up <laughs> for that program. So I was working 40 hours a week at my normal job and then would come home at night and do the part-time boot camp after that for about six months. And coming out of that boot camp, then I was able to land my current job, which is an Android developer at Starbucks, which I love. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> on the transition. Like my, my long story short. Oh man, working full-time and then coming home and doing part-time your coding boot camp. That sounds incredibly stressful and difficult. How long were you doing that for? So the Bootcamp program was about six months long. I signed up for it and I just kind of told all my friends and family that they wouldn't see me for six months. I am a little, I was fortunate in some ways. I don't have kids. 
So I didn't have to like balance that sort of home life stuff as much. But yeah, it was definitely all consuming. <laughs> yeah, I know it's really intimidating for a lot of people trying to get into tech, considering when they think about having to drop everything and do a full-time bootcamp for X number of months. Yeah. While it's great to be able to dive in and really invest in yourself in that way, it's not possible for everybody if you still need to you know, have income coming in. So don't be discouraged if you need to keep a job. There is a way out. There is a path out. out. It's hard work, Laura, yes. like I'm sure we'll get into here in a bit, but you're, you're not stuck. No. Software engineering is a great way to get out of it. Yeah, it's totally doable. It's totally possible. You know, it's just the amount of commitment or sacrifices maybe that you're able to make or kind of setting your life up in advance so that you can kind of dig into those programs as you're going through them. And that looks different for everybody, for sure. Absolutely. So let's dive into the job search specifically. As you said, you were a Starbucks store manager immediately before getting into tech. But I see now that you still work for Starbucks just as an Android engineer. So how did that work out? How did you transition within the same company? Yeah. So when I first signed up for my bootcamp program, I was definitely a little nervous about letting people at work know that I was going through the program. I really, I quickly realized that I needed to tell the partners at my store what I was doing so that I could get kind of their support in terms of really making sure that the hours that I was putting in at work was 40. Because I couldn't extend past that too much just for my own sanity. So I I was telling, you know, some of the partners that I worked with, especially the shift supervisors that I worked with, what was going on. And they were amazing and like really stepped up. But I wasn't telling like my manager or um, anybody who is above me <laughs> at work. So I was going through the program. And when we hit the kind of four month mark, which for the part time program, we had gone through a lot of we learned a lot of the stuff that we needed to learn. We were just kind of doing like projects and stuff to implement some of the stuff that we had learned in bootcamp. So at that point, we were all kind of starting to apply for jobs. And, you know, one of the other cohort members in my bootcamp was talking to him about the job search. And he asked me, like, Laura, have you, <laughs> you know, applied at Starbucks, like looked at jobs at Starbucks? And I was like, no, I haven't told anyone. And he was like, what are you doing, man? <laughs> like, this is, this is a huge resource that you have at your disposal that you're not using at all. Like, what are you doing? And so I did have to kind of sit down and like gather my courage maybe. And I reached out to the area manager who I had ended up working a lot with throughout the pandemic and kind of set up, set up a time to sit down with him and talk to him about what I had been up to for the last four months. And he was nothing but encouraging. He was really excited for me, was really excited about the opportunity to like help me transition into something within Starbucks. And so he did a little legwork for me and figured out some people within Starbucks technology for me to connect up with. And so through that, I was able to sit down with the 
director of my current department and just kind of get some get a time to like sit down and connect with her about like what they were looking for in candidates, kind of what the interview process looked like. And then she was able to connect me up with two or three other people who were actually like working at Starbucks at the time who had also gone through boot camps in other areas and had gotten hired by Starbucks. So that was super duper helpful too. So yeah, the networking part was really scary when I first started, but once I opened up <laughs> to mm-hmm. my boss, it was it was super worth it. Yeah, they already know who you are. They know your work ethic. You understand the business that they operate in. And I feel like as a developer, what, 80% of my work is just trying to understand the business domain and the workflows of the end users and building something around that. So if you already yeah. are in, embedded in that ecosystem and know how a store manager or a customer thinks and operates, that is an an unfair advantage that you can leverage in the interview process. Yeah, it was also, I found it really surprising, but now like looking back on it, it totally makes sense that everybody who I talked to who was working in Starbucks technology was so excited about the prospect of being able to get somebody who had been working in retail pulled into Starbucks technology. Like the insight that I have as somebody who like works with customers every day and interacts with the tech that we're putting out into the world was like super exciting for them. And so it definitely kind of gave me this like confidence boost going into some of the interviews that like, oh, I do have experience that's valuable. It doesn't maybe look like what I think they're looking for, but it's still, it, it's good, right? It's, uh, yeah, yeah. And you might, if you were to apply for another company, that might be overlooked, but you yeah. were able to get a direct connection with the director of the department that you work in now because you were brave and shared your story in, inside your company. That, that's Most people don't even make it past the initial recruiter and I feel like most juniors, as long as they have an opportunity to share their story with a hiring manager or a director, then typically they're more successful at selling themselves and more successful at getting the role. Yeah. So you, you got you to get those levers, those internal connections as much as you can. I think the other thing that happened while I was going through the interview process is for, so I applied for two jobs at Starbucks, but one of the jobs that I applied for, and it was the one that I was the most excited about. My, I had applied for the position and my application had just gotten lost in their application system. Basically, there's these like refreshes that happen and it just got like lost in that process. And so by me connecting with the hiring manager for this job, she was able to connect up with the recruiter and have them pull it out of the like old batch of resumes and like make sure that I was at least able to get that interview, right? Like she wasn't pushing one way or another, but she was able to at least make sure that I was able to go through that first step of the process. Which so. yeah, it's a highlight another important point of connecting with a hiring manager or recruiter you know, let's say, for example, somebody's applying to a role and they don't already work for the company that they're applying to. But if you have that conversation history, then you can follow up with them. 
versus yeah. sometimes if you blind apply, who knows what refreshes are, are happening in their backend system that could cause your application to be lost in the shuffle. Yep. Right. So you, sure. you want to maintain that, that, that touch point with a human being there as much as you can, so you can follow up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about your interviews then. One of our listeners was asking about the interview process specifically. So as you were interviewing with Starbucks, can you describe what that typical interview process for the role that you have now, what that was like? Did you apply to multiple roles? Did you have multiple interviews for multiple roles? How did they each kind of play out? What did that process look like? Yeah, so I I applied for two jobs at Starbucks. The first job that I applied for, the hiring manager for that job was actually had gone through all of the applications that he received for that position and was making a point to interview every single person who was a partner who was applying for that job. And so, so I was able to go through the first interview and then go through the interview or like kind of the screening interview that he was setting up with partners and then go through the full interview process. It was my very first <laughs> tech interview ever. And it was a hot mess of an interview. It was the worst interview I think I've ever had in my life. I feel like I'm pretty good at interviews outside of the tech world, but the there that interview included like live coding, like we're pair or pairing up with somebody and coding sure, yeah. through a problem. Mm -hmm. And I had never done that before. I was I was very clear going into the interview that my background was with like JavaScript and the person who I was interviewing with had a background in java very period. different worlds <laughs> very different world and i think there was some like miscommunication with that and then i got flustered and then it just like my brain shut down and i was already super nervous about it because i hadn't done that a whole lot with other people it was not great and i wouldn't have hired myself <laughs> sure. so yeah i think but i will say that that going through that process allowed me to kind of brush up on um, the like technical interview side of things so that when I went into my second interview, I was much more prepared. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I would say if you're applying to roles, don't have your dream job, your dream role be the first role that you apply to because there's going to be a learning curve. Yeah. Yes, there are resources you can find online for preparing for the technical interview, but nothing really competes with the experience that you get going through it yourself for the, the first time or first handful of times. Yeah, um, I tell everybody, you know, like apply for everything, even if it's a job that you don't necessarily want, because at least you get the practice interviewing so that when you do get the interview for the job that you're really excited about, that you can nail it, right? Mm -hmm. That you are not gonna crash and burn <laughs> absolutely. Uh, absolutely yeah well yeah. laura thank you for for your time that's actually all the time we have for today so i really want to thank you for joining us and thank you to all that are listening catch us next time in the junior jobs podcast thanks for tuning in to the junior jobs podcast we hope you found today's interview helpful as you navigate your own job search in tech if you enjoyed the show please remember to like and subscribe as that helps us reach more developers in need and don't forget to check the show notes for details on today's sponsor and other job search services that we provide. Thanks for listening and have a great day.